0: Hey, it's Amber Smith, welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Conscious Coach Podcast. I am really, really excited. I know I say that pretty much every week <laughs> about this episode because it is all about receiving. And this has been quite a journey for me personally. And I'll talk a little bit about what that actually looked like for me. But most of my clients too struggle with receiving. I think women in general struggle with receiving. And this is a feminine energy. And I've talked about feminine and masculine energy before. This is all feminine energy, and I'm going to apply it to life and business um, because I think that there's a lot of parallels that we can draw. And I want to just offer that I want you to be open. (laughs) Um, You might think that you are very feminine energy and that um, you got this, but I would bet there's places in your life that you don't know how to receive. And this can show up in so many different ways. It's not just like receiving compliments, right? Like, although that can be one place, like how do you receive compliments? Something to be interested in. How do you receive payments from clients? How open are you to creating money in your business? How open are you to receiving testimonials and feedback and positive words? like, And not just like getting them, but really receiving them into your soul, <laughs> receiving them into your conscious awareness, receiving them into your truth about how you see yourself. This is so much more than just getting and I'm not calling this podcast episode getting. <laughs> I'm calling this episode receiving. And there is a difference. And so I want you to think about the difference for you. I know for me, it means more like I embrace it within, um, I hold on to it, I don't just push it off. Um, for a lot of my life, I think I was really resistant to receiving because it's vulnerable. And we're going to talk about that too how receiving is actually super vulnerable because we have this idea of being strong. And sometimes receiving can make it make you feel weak. And I think that that's a really interesting thing to think about, that does receiving make you feel weak or, or vulnerable? And do you resist it because of that? Um, and I also want to offer, I wrote this down so I didn't forget it, um, because this is a really important point. I, I know I have a lot of moms listening to this podcast, and I think a healthy balance in life of, and I guess not balance, maybe a healthy harmony of feminine and masculine energy is really important for your day-to-day life, but (laughs) motherhood is mostly masculine energy. And I had never considered this before. Um, I read a book that I highly recommend, it's called Powerful and Feminine, and she talks about motherhood being masculine. And I was like, what? (laughs) Because my old paradigm, I'm like, motherhood is feminine. But that's not how masculine feminine energy works, it's not about gender, it's really about the characteristics of the energy type. right? And so when you think about masculine energy, it's a lot of giving, it's a lot of producing, it's action, it's strategy, it's um, asserting yourself. And think about being a mom, you're always creating, you're giving, you're doing, you're taking care of, you're the one initiating things, you're always planning and I think that that can be really healing for you if you don't have a good relationship with receiving and feminine energy it might be because you don't understand that being in your feminine energy actually doesn't include motherhood (laughs) this would be something that maybe like you have in an intimate relationship or you know with your connection with God or whatever we can talk about other ways that you can practice receiving with your friends Um, but in motherhood there's actually it's mostly masculine energy and then now you can also shine a light on when it might be feminine. Maybe it's when your kid runs up to you and gives you a hug and says, I love you, mom. Can you receive that? Um, can you receive the, you know, the pride when you see your kid go to school or when they accomplish a milestone or, or things like that? That's when you can receive. And I highly recommend that you infuse receiving more into your motherhood because it makes the balance work, the harmony work. I'm going to use the word harmony. I need to remember. Um, Because I think we can get into the zone of masculine energy so easily, especially in our culture of go, 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 accomplish, accomplish, accomplish. And feminine energy can be really uncomfortable for people, Um, especially as high achieving people. I think we want to get it done, but there's a missing piece. And we're going to talk about how this can affect your business too at the end. Um, I think it's really important to understand how to receive in your business. So let's jump in. Um, To what I have for you today. Number one, you must not be in motion to receive. You must be in stillness. And this really goes against what we hear in our culture, right? Like the hustle mentality, the massive action, which I still think is important in harmony with receiving, right? If you're go, go, go all the time, it's really hard to receive it's really hard to embrace the gifts that are in your life or that are trying to make their way into your life. When a a powerful metaphor I was coaching in my inner circle a couple weeks ago and I was like, sometimes everything we want is right within our grasp but because we don't know how to receive it, it just stays right in our conscious awareness, right? I think um, there's a lot of people who have wealth consciousness and I've, I've talked about wealth consciousness before and so they're starting to see evidence and examples of people who are making money, right? And this is a good, good thing to notice. Are you in proximity, whether that's online or in person, to people who have wealth? It means you have a higher level of wealth consciousness. When I got started in my business, I didn't know millionaires were so prevalent in the world. I had no idea. I thought a millionaire was like amazing. And now it's like you see a lot of millionaires. It's because my wealth consciousness is expanding. And you know, as you get comfortable and you believe and you try... Us, that wealth is available, your wealth consciousness expands, and that's a good sign. And then the next step is really learning how to receive wealth within you. Um, because if you have a lot of evidence, your wealth consciousness is high, but it can be higher when you learn how to receive and you can't receive in motion. And I'm going to give a business example here. Let's say you're in a launch and you're and you're giving, you're, you're promoting, you're talking about your offer, you're adding a lot of value, you're doing a challenge or a live video series lots of emails. You're creating a lot of content. You're producing a lot. You're in a lot of masculine energy. If you never lean back into the feminine energy and receive, you're not going to create as many sales as if you leaned back into your feminine energy because you're open to it. You can receive it. This is the missing piece for a lot of you high achieving go, go, go masculine energy entrepreneurs. And I resonate with this because I saw this. I was like, Okay, like I'm doing all these things, why am I not creating the wealth that I want? It's because I had a really weird relationship with receiving, which is why I want to bring this podcast to you. I wish someone shook me and taught me this. <laughs> um and instead of learning it the hard way and then finding mentors later after I I made a lot of these shifts myself, um you can't be in motion if you want to receive. So when you are selling, take a second after you've done all that you can do, lean back, trust believe that it's coming, let it come. And it's like an emotional experience where you just know and you believe and you trust and you lean back and let the people come. In fact, I think of sales as a really dual relationship with our clients, right? As we, when we are in our masculine giving content, they are in their feminine receiving our content, But in order for them to hire us, we need them to be in their masculine energy, right? They need to take you up on your call to action. They need to set up the consult. They need to click the submit now button. But if you stay in your masculine energy, it never gives them the chance to rise in their masculine energy. So you have to come back into your feminine energy to allow them to rise in their masculine energy and take action, right? We want our clients to take action, which is masculine energy, which means we have to learn how to have a great relationship with feminine energy. In fact, I was talking to a coach a couple weeks ago and she was talking about how she saw one of her friends sell so easily. Like she would just pop on her stories and share her offer and people would reach out to her. And I was like, yeah, like it's because she has a really good mastery of feminine energy. She did her part and then she leaned back and just trusted that people were coming. And this can heal so much for you guys. Like I want, (laughs) I want to like pound this into your heads that you really get this. Like this is the missing piece for you. If you're a go-getter and you're still not quite seeing what you want, you have to lean back and trust. You have to lean back into that feminine energy and accept and allow and believe it's coming in and embrace it and feel it. So if you're always in motion, you're not in receptive mode. So take some time in stillness, trust that it's coming. You can repeat mantras or affirmations like, I know the clients are coming. I trust that they're going to say yes. And then stop showing up on Instagram. Like if you especially or you know, in your email or podcast or whatever, however you're selling, take some time to just literally sit still and believe that they're coming. I know it sounds weird. Counterintuitive. Hashtag backwards, right? Number two, non-resistance mentally and emotionally. Sometimes people try to give us stuff and we have some resistance. I still remember the first, I can still remember this very distinctly in my life, I was babysitting for a woman and her children that I absolutely adored. I loved working for her. Um, I loved being her babysitter <laughs> and I remember her trying to pay me. And I was like, whoa, 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 no, no, no. Like I, I don't want to be paid. I love this so much. Like you can't pay me. I was like 12. And I remember her just being like, no, like I want to pay you. And I was like, no, please don't. I had so much resistance to receiving, <laughs> but I was like, please don't pay me. Like, I wanted to do that because I didn't realize that it was an exchange of energy. And so And I think about that all the time. Sometimes we do this push-pull thing. We're like, okay, I want clients, but don't pay me like I'm afraid to receive your cash. (laughs) Okay, I want to make six figures, but please, like, don't do it if it's gonna make you uncomfortable, right? Like we do this push-pull thing instead of just receiving and being grateful and allowing and allowing prosperity in. One of the things that helps me with this, this non-resistance idea, is that money flows through my clients money does not come from my clients. And I know that sounds a little woo, but I really believe it. And it allows that non-resistance. And I also believe in the equal exchange of energy that happens when someone hires me. And so do you have resistance? Do you feel a little uncomfortable when people pay you a lot of money? Do you feel uncomfortable when people give you a compliment or say that you, they changed, you changed their life? right? Do you really let that hit you or do you just kind of brush it off? That's how we know if you're in resistance or not. Um, embracing it, allowing it, feeling it, leaning into it is how we receive. Number three, allow and find gratitude. I think the easiest way to receive is to be grateful. And it sounds oversimplified, but I really don't think it is. The next time someone compliments you try this (laughs) really find gratitude for what they're saying. Don't try to shrug it off. Don't try to explain it away. Don't try to you know explain why it's not that big of a deal or why it's you're like everyone else. Just say thank you so much, and really let the compliment hit you. The next time someone pays you money, can you celebrate? Can you find gratitude for it, even if it's a small amount? Can you lean back and enjoy and receive? Gratitude is a receiving. It, it's a good signature of of receiving. So practice it. This might be uncomfortable at first, but the more you practice it, the better you're gonna get at it. Number four, lean into it and trust. So the next, after you feel grateful, so let's say, um, and you can feel feel grateful ahead of time to use the launch example. Let's say you're in a launch and you showed up that day. You had a little checklist of things. You went live on Instagram. You sent an email. You made a powerful call to action. And then you were like, okay, like that's what I had on my list today. There's nothing else to do, right? Like this is, I think where coaches get in a frenzy and they burn out is because they always think there's something to do. And like I said in the beginning, receiving means not being in motion. You have to stop and relax and chill. And then once you can lean back and find gratitude for the moment and trust that they're coming, you have no resistance, you're in stillness, lean into the feeling of gratitude, lean into that feeling of they're coming, they're coming. And then trust. Trust is often like once you've done your, you know, I feel like trust is, Equal parts, action, and then receiving. So once you've done what you can do, the next part is leaning back. Number five, being um, vulnerability means you're doing it right. If you feel uncomfortable, if you feel a little vulnerable or a little fidgety, you're probably doing it right. You just need more practice. And the first experience I had of this was in a launch and I felt fidgety. Like, and I, 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 you could describe that as anxiety or, um, I'm trying to think of another word, maybe unsettled. And I was just like, kind of like tapping my foot and like, what else do I need to do? And I kept asking myself that question mentally, like what else should I do? And I was like, Whoa, like that is masculine energy. I need to step back and be in my feminine energy. I need to lean back and trust that everyone who's supposed to be in this group will come. And so I went on a walk with my girls. I put my phone down. I sat outside I listened to music, had a kitchen dance party, cooked some dinner, and I just rested. And this was life-changing for my mental health. I think we are so culturally conditioned to work all the time that rest feels uncomfortable. True rest, right? Not fake rest. (laughs) And I think it's vulnerable because we believe that our worth comes from what we do. And I want to debunk that you know that I don't believe that. And I, if you have any traces of that belief, I want you to get it out of your mind. Practice feeling worthy now, regardless of what you do or don't do. Your worthiness has nothing to do with the actions you take. Okay, And so when you feel vulnerable because you're resting or trying to lean back in your feminine energy, just recognize that that's an old pattern that you can decondition by regulating your nervous system. And that's a lot of big words. So let me break that down. Um, all at once, you might have to hit replay. I don't know how fast I said that. (laughs) Um, when you regulate your nervous system, because vulnerability will feel like anxiousness for, at least for me. And maybe it feels like something different for you. But when I feel vulnerable, I feel anxious. Like my heart's pounding. Like I can't sit still. My mind's racing. Um, and for me, it's like taking six really deep breaths in through my nose and blowing out. Like I'm breathing out through a straw, putting my hand on my heart, taking a break, sitting in my office, out in my chair walking outside barefoot, something like that um, so that I can regulate my nervous system to teach my brain that vulnerability, that receiving is safe. And it sounds crazy, but a lot of people feel like receiving is unsafe. They feel safer giving. And I resonated with that big time. I like to give in my relationships. I don't like to receive. Like I want to be the one offering advice and holding space and, and you know asking questions. But when people turn it on me and ask questions and want to support me, it feels really uncomfortable. And if I'm being really honest, it feels unsafe just because it's new. Our brains love to make new things seem very dangerous. <laughs> and so receiving might feel dangerous to you. And I know that sounds extreme, but you'll know... Based on how you're responding right now listening to this podcast, does receiving feel safe or does it feel triggering to you? Do you feel vulnerable? Do you feel scared thinking about people coming into your life or giving you nice things, um, receiving money, holding money? All of this can be healed. And I think it's worth the time to really look into, do you need to do some work on receiving? And this is some of the work I do with my one-on-one clients because it's high level work. This isn't something that you can just read a book about. This is something you do in real time. And so I highly recommend that you do this work with someone that you trust. Um, there's some books out there that I can re- recommend. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. If that's, um, interesting to you at it's Amber Smith, I would love to recommend some books to you personally, depending on what you're going through. But I think this is the, The interesting part of life is that the lessons will keep showing up for us, right? If you know you have a problem with receiving, I'm sure this is not the first time that you've heard something like this and said, I really need to work on that. (laughs) Or I know that that's a problem for me. But the lessons will keep showing up. Either it's burnout or anxiety or not creating the results in business that you want. I think that can happen a lot too. Or in your life, you know, maybe you don't have the relationships that you want because you don't know how to receive them. Maybe you don't have the business that you want because you don't really know how to receive payments or clients. And this is something that I think is a living and breathing work. I don't think you ever become done with it. I think you can improve and evolve and expand your ability to receive over a lifetime. I, so I don't want you to aim for perfection here. This is, that's not the point. This really is about learning and trusting and practicing something that's a skill. Leaning back in your feminine energy is just a skill and if you're not good at it It's simply because you haven't practiced it more than you've practiced being in your masculine energy Which is good news, right? Like, this is not something that you're just born with like, oh, they, she has a lot of feminine energy I think that there's a component of dna and stuff, but a lot of it is just learned behavior A lot of it you probably learned from your mom or your grandma or your friends about how to be a woman and what feminine energy looks like. Like I said, motherhood is masculine energy. Where else does that show up? Think about showing up in your marriage with masculine energy. If you're always giving, how is he gonna give to you? How is he gonna rise up in his masculine energy if you're always in yours? This is this is a powerful question and it's one, I promise, if you spend the time really evaluating your life, it will change you. Like I feel like emotional right now because it changed my life when I realized I need to step back into my feminine energy and receive. And I'll, if you guys have a team, this is part of it too, right? Delegation is is a form of feminine energy because you're leaning back and you're receiving help. And our need to control masculine can prevent people from rising. If you think about being a team lead, right? If you have a team and you're asking someone to do something, they need to be in their masculine energy. Well, if you never shut your masculine energy off, you're going to try to control them, or not manipulate, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, You're going to micromanage. That's the word I want. You're going to micromanage them, and you're not going to trust them, because trust is feminine energy. And so the moment that you realize this, I mean, this is just game-changing information, you guys, when it's applied, right? Like, if you just listen to this podcast and do nothing different, if you don't integrate this, nothing will change. But if you take what I'm saying and integrate it into your life, it will change every aspect of your relationship, because masculine and feminine energy is in every aspect of your life, right? In your relationships, in your business, your finances, um, your relationship with yourself, your kids, your motherhood, your health and fitness, like everything. And so when you think about being a leader, there's moments where you need to be in your masculine, there's moments where you need to be in your feminine. When you're a mom, there's moments that you need to be in your masculine, and there's moments that you need to be in your feminine. And if you're uncomfortable or unpracticed at being in your feminine, I wanna give you a strong call to action to do this. Like, practice it today. How can you lean back into your feminine energy? Feminine energy words. If you didn't listen to my podcast earlier about masculine feminine energy, I highly recommend you go back and listen. Um, But feminine energy is allowing, trusting, receiving, um, alignment. Some other words I really like that are included in feminine energy is cyclical, and I think in our world we teach a lot of um, like daily routines but feminine is more cyclical so it's not going to be a daily thing you know maybe it changes with the seasons or with the times of your life creating is feminine um intuition is feminine listening is feminine being is feminine passive which i thought i read this word and i was like oh but that's interesting because i have a i have a bias towards the word passive it's like a, it's like a bad thing but it's not always a bad thing um i think it's so important to recognize that harmony means it's infused, right? Like sometimes it is appropriate to be passive. And so I think when you spend time thinking about how you can be more in your feminine energy, this is going to be counterintuitive, especially in our culture. And so I think there is a shift. Um, I think there's a collective shift going on in the world of higher levels of consciousness and people waking up to this kind of information, because this is definitely not talked about, right? Like I didn't learn this in school. I didn't learn this. And even in my psych classes, like this was not something I studied um, psychology at BYU. And this was not talked about. (laughs) There wasn't like talking about feminine and masculine energy and anything that I studied. And so this is different information and it might feel uncomfortable to you, but it's willing to, you should be willing to look at it at least, even if you don't do anything different, look at it. Okay. Number six, I said, I have little sticky notes for this episode. I just wanted to keep myself on track. This is a nervous system issue for many women. Receiving feels like shame, guilt, and anxiety. And I just want to remind you that you can soothe your nervous system. And after all of this, if there's one thing that you take away, it's just that you have not practiced feminine energy. And feminine energy feels scary because it's new. And your brain will make new things equal death. So it's okay. It's normal that you feel anxious and shame and guilt. You have to soothe your nervous system and remind yourself, you do those deep breathing things, walk outside, take a walk, dance, do something that calms your nervous system down and remind yourself like, this is okay. It's crazy to me that we have to feel okay about rest, but it is so indoctrinated in our culture. It's so prevalent that rest is bad. And it's not like, people are saying rest is bad it's the, it's the subconscious it's the subliminal messaging that rest is somehow lazy or you're not good enough and you're not going to create the business that you want if you aren't working all the time and if you're not a high performer blah, blah 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 but one of the things that i love about high performance is there's cycles of you know creativity and a lot of high performance and action and then there's cycles of deep rest if you study athletes they play a game and then they have an ice bath and they rest, you know, football players only play once a week cause they have to recover and rest. And so if you think of yourself like an athlete, like high performance, rest, masculine energy, feminine energy, right? Like there is a harmony. And I think if you spend time with it, you are going to uncover what it means for you in really powerful ways in your life and in your business. How can you integrate and infuse more feminine energy in your life? Now, what came to mind? And do you have the courage to follow through? That's my question for you. I want to share some of the affirmations um, that I repeat to myself, like when I need to remind myself that it's okay to be my feminine energy. And I, I, I like to put my hand on my heart and I just breathe really deep and I repeat it over and over until I feel it hit. And you might do this too. I am worthy of all my desires. Prosperity flows into my life and I receive it with grace. I am open to guidance. And this is something too, I should have said this earlier. It's not just like receiving something physical. I think this can be metaphysical or intuitive as well. You know, we want the answers. We want the the interconnection. But like I said, at the very beginning, it's hard to receive something. If you're in motion, if you're constantly thinking or taking action, you might not be getting the ideas that are trying to make their way. To you, I, I love a book. It's called Big Magic by Liz Gilbert. And she talks about these ideas trying to partner with us, but we have to be still enough to hear them. And so when I say something like I am open to guidance, the next best thing for me to do then is to sit in stillness or to be really quiet in my mind or to journal or to stop listening to a podcast. You know, if you, if yeah, you know, I'm so grateful that you're listening to this podcast, but hopefully you take time to quiet your mind to not be consuming content so that you can receive downloads so you can receive information and ideas and you know maybe it's your next offer maybe it's you know how you can serve a client better or what the price needs to be or whatever you're working through pause long enough be in that feminine energy enough to receive the guidance Um, another affirmation that and thought that i just choose to think a lot is i trust it is all working out for me and especially in the hard stuff this is a really powerful one Because part of feminine energy, this might be controversial, but I'm going to say it anyway. Part of feminine energy is also accepting and receiving hardship. And this is something that I think is not talked about enough because we all want to avoid it as if we could. We're human. We're going to go through hard things. Do you receive it enough to learn the lesson? Do you receive it and find gratitude for it because you're human and you're alive? When you have problems, it means you're alive. And I love that there's Always the option to make the meaning different. You can be grateful for anything that you're going through. And I don't want to use that as a blanket statement to like make it okay or like that it's not valid. I also think that you can use hardship or, you know, hard times or problems to deepen your relationship with yourself, to deepen your trust in God or the universe, to deepen your trust that it's all working out in your favor. Because it is. (laughs) Um, and you can receive that or not, but I think receiving this truth will change you for the better. I always ask like, what are the benefits or what are the benefits of believing this? And what are the cons of believing this? If you chose to believe that everything's working out for you, what will happen? And likewise, if you chose to believe that it's not working out for you, what does that lead you? And what belief would you rather choose? It's really powerful to evaluate thoughts like that because we just get to create our thoughts, right? Our thoughts create a reality. We just get to choose what we want to believe. And so why not just believe that everything is working out for you and receive that? Some food for thought for you. Okay. I hope this episode was really helpful for you. If it was, or if you thought of someone that could use this episode in receiving, will you share it with them? That would be amazing. And I am excited to meet with you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Hey, I hope you loved today's episode. If you're ready to grow your coaching business with high level, higher ticket clients, I'd love to invite you to join my business program, ProCoach. It's my lifetime membership program to help you craft, market, and sell your coaching packages to aligned high level clients. Find out more at itsambersmith.com forward slash program. I'll talk to you soon.